0: go fear of the unknown what if anxiety is a feeling of worry nervousness or unease typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome when you go on vacation there are some expectations depending on where you go most people think of vacation as escaping to a hotel on a beach in some exotic location drinks in hand the water lapping at the sand Families all about, enjoying the amenities that are available to them. Ibiza holidays are a well worn British tradition. It's the party spot for almost everyone from college students to celebrities. Considered generally safe, only 10 terrorist attacks in 2017, which is high. Spain is at the top of the intelligence game when it comes to terrorism. When the attack happened, Chaos reigned, the attackers randomly shooting into the crowd of vacationers. Mitch Rapp and his girlfriend were two of those people that were in Ibiza, Spain when the attack happened. In the few grisly moments of the attack, few were left alive. Mitch Rapp was one of them. We are Cinescape Magazine, and this is American Assassin. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Joe, and there you are. Mike Sutherland. All right, and let's get into this American assassin. Eighteen months later, Mitch Rapp has been consumed by his desire for vengeance. He frequents several internet message boards, hunting for the terrorists responsible for the death of his girlfriend. Constantly quizzed on the subjects of Islam and jihad. Mitch received an invitation to meet the man responsible for the attack on Ibiza, face to face. Unknown to Mitch, the CIA has been monitoring him and his activities. So when Mitch accepts the invitation to meet the terrorists in Tripoli, he wasn't expecting to be rescued by US Special Forces, denying him the opportunity to get his revenge on the terrorists mitch not accepting this turn of events attacks the body of the terrorist he was hunting before being dragged off by the special forces locked in cell for 30 days mitch was debriefed on the events of tripoli the cia was very interested in this man having infiltrated a terrorist cell doing the one thing that even they couldn't do after some deliberation Irene Kennedy, the CIA deputy director, made a decision to have Mitch trained for a black ops unit named Orion by the one person that she trusted. Specifically because of Stan Hurley, a close friend of Irene's and one she trusted to mold this young man into the same type of person Stan is. Elsewhere, word comes down through intelligence channels that weapons-grade nuclear material has gone missing from a decommissioned Russian nuclear facility. The material in question appears to be heading to Iranian hardliners who are upset with the Iranian government's nuclear deal with the U.S. While verifying the sale of the nuclear material in Poland, the plutonium is intercepted by a third party who eliminates the sellers before vanishing into the crowd. In Virginia, Hurley sees news reports about the incident in Poland and tentatively identifies the perpetrator as a former Navy SEAL and Orion operative, believed to have been killed in action, and now going by the code name Ghost. Hurley's team is sent into Turkey to intercept the buyer Ghost is working for. In Istanbul, Hurley's team is made, and the attempted intercept of the trigger device fails. Rapp pursues the buyer to his apartment, and after a protracted fight, kills the man and retrieves his laptop. The information leads the team to Rome, where Orion operatives identify a nuclear physicist needed to craft the nuclear material into a functional nuclear weapon. While in Rome, Rapp's female companion, Annika, accidentally lets the name Ghost slip despite the fact that Rapp had not given her that name, leading Rapp to correctly identify the woman as a foreign intelligence agent. After a confrontation and her subsequent capture, she explains that she is working for the mainstream, Iranian faction, which is attempting to stop the hardliners from acquiring nuclear material, which Iran believes is to be used against Israel to start a war. During a meeting between Hurley and an Iranian contact to discuss Annika and the nuclear material, who happens to be Annika's uncle, Hurley is ambushed by Ghost, who kills Hurley's contact and captures Hurley. At the CIA safe house in Rome, Annika is being moved under guard by two Mossad agents when Rapp intercepts the car and frees her. Working together, both locate the subterranean headquarters Ghost is using to build the nuclear device. After infiltrating the tunnels, Rapp locates and frees a badly injured Hurley. However, Annika is captured by Ghost, and she kills herself with Ghost's gun before Ghost escapes into the boat with the nuke. Based on an earlier conversation, Hurley deduces that Ghost intends to make a kamikaze attack against the U.S. Navy's 6th Fleet. Rapp chases after Ghost's boat, while the 6th Fleet, alerted to the impending nuclear attack through CIA channels, assumes battle formation and nuclear attack protocol. Aboard Ghost's boat, Rapp and Ghost engage in hand-to-hand combat for control of the boat and the nuclear weapon. After a grueling fight, Rapp gains the upper hand and kills Ghost with a knife attack to the throat. Rap attempts to divert the boat away from the 6th Fleet to shield the ships from the blast. However, after a conversation with Hurley, he instead jettisons the nuclear weapon into the sea before escaping the boat aboard a U.S. Navy helicopter. Seconds later, the device detonates, creating a massive sinkhole and subsequent tidal wave that inundates the 6th Fleet vessels. However, the underwater detonation prevents the heat of the blast from reaching the ships. Having successfully ridden out the blast in shockwaves, the 6th Fleet initiates a nuclear decontamination procedure. In the aftermath of the blast, Hurley is returned to the U.S. to undergo treatment for his injuries. While watching news reports that indicate that the Iranian hardliners will win the presidential election, Hurley observes that Rapp is on vacation in Dubai. Conveniently, the Iranian hardliners are also here, entering the same elevator occupied by Rapp.
1: So. American Assassin
0: American Assassin (laughs) I know what I like about the movie I know what I don't like and there's barely anything that I like about it
1: well let's go with what works with this movie All
0: right, what works with this movie Michael Keaton for the most part not all the whole part but for the most part Michael Keaton works Um, his character has I mean he's a good he's a very good actor so he sells his character the problem is his character has a lot of cliche written into him you know the, the typical hard ass like how say uh uh, who was it? Uh, Tommy Lee Jones was in the hunted, when, right? You know, with Benicio and stuff and stuff like that. It just it felt very, very over the same. Okay, so Michael Keaton's character is probably the only actual character in the movie that I liked for the most part. Um, yeah,
1: no, I, I totally look. When it, when it comes to this movie, there's very very few things about it that. I can say, oh, you know what? That was that was cool. Yeah. Um the like the, the chase through the streets of Wherever <laughs> India or wherever the fuck yeah. they were.
0: Yeah, the uh the uh what was it God damn it. There was the uh I like the the whole uh, fight or I'm sorry, the whole beginning sequence at the beach when when I, I purposely said this in the review That if you don't analyze it too much Because you know, all the fucking people are running In all the different directions Which is bullshit Because everyone runs away from the fucking
1: If you watch If you remember the scene But yeah. if you watch There was a specific part of that entire beach thing Where there's a girl running uh-huh. And she's looking down To make sure she steps on the sand Yeah As she's running She's not full out fucking running
0: Yeah she's She's, she's playing a part
1: Yeah she's jogging away Yeah you know, with her head kind of down uh-huh. and, and like she's trying to avoid stubbing her toe. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that you're all the people are running towards all the people that are firing at them on the beach. Yeah. Instead of just scattering everywhere. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. And it, it was, and also uh, there was an article that came out. It said there's an actual uh, character, uh, um, uh, what do they call them? An extra mm-hmm. who's in the background who. Doesn't react to the gunfire at all, and he just gets up, grabs his towel, slowly throws it over his shoulder, and walks at a normal pace away. Right. And and I I didn't you know I I only saw the movie once. So I don't ever plan on seeing this again. So I didn't I didn't try to look that up. But yeah.
1: I I there was no need for me to do any extra research on this movie because
0: no. I, I know, mean I did like I mistakes did mistakes and whatever else. And I did end up doing a little bit of research on it, but, um, you know I, th- what else did I like about it? I. The VR, the VR training was cool for a second, and then it, it then it ended up not, this whole movie is like missed opportunities. Like, that's a missed opportunity with the VR training. There could have been way more fun done with it, and way more, I don't know, badassery, right? It, instead, it was not, you know, it, um, there's, you know, there's there's
1: <coughs>
0: things that they could have
1: done. This This whole movie is just one bad cliche.
0: It is. And, it is. And
1: it's a made for TV movie.
0: It's a made for TV movie with a, a slightly bigger budget. Right. Right. And and it has characters that I don't give a shit about. And I don't give a shit about the main character. Yeah. That's great, dude. You had a hot girlfriend on a hot beach. You lost her because you're fucking, uh, people don't know how to run in right directions when gunfire goes off, apparently. Yeah.
1: She's just standing around.
0: She's just standing around like a fucking little where, kid.
1: Where are you? Where
0: are you? There's gunfire go off. Where are you? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, at first, because I think of how loud the sound effects were and everything, it, it, it added to the intensity of it, so I was, like, into it. But I did notice that all those fucking people running in, in, the, in the wrong directions and shit, and I was eh. Come on, dude. Yeah, it, I'm not you, convinced. You're not a school of fucking fish, okay? Yeah, and it didn't, I mean, what's weird is... <laughs> <laughs> Bless you.
1: They're They're in Ibiza, and then it cuts to Dubai, which looks... Similar to Ibiza, <laughs> yeah. At the end of the movie, like mm-hmm. literally the same place, yeah. But it's in Dubai, which doesn't make any sense to me. I thought they were. I thought the beginning of the movie they were in Dubai.
0: Yeah, I don't even know where the. You know, the, it didn't matter. It didn't matter where they went. The, this whole thing is just rehash of what you see uh, every week on NCIS. That's. A,
1: I was going to call yeah. it that. I was. Yeah. I should have called this NCIS Six Fleet.
0: Yeah, NCIS NCIS Greece. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, or, or yeah, Dubai, it, it, and you know, and then this whole movie is just a bunch of bats. You know, the wasted opportunities, the way the boring actors. Yeah, Taylor Kitsch, um, Dylan O'Brien is fucking boring in this. The whole time, he just looks like he's he's emo depressed. He might as well be in the next DC movie playing a young younger Superman or something, right?
1: Yeah, you know, he's always angry and he's always fighting the system. Yeah. You know, because he's really good. And he trained himself, and he's one of he's the best of the best. Yeah, you know, it's Sonia Latham's the fucking chosen.
0: Latham's character; she has no no charisma to her, right? You know, and uh, what was it Michael Keaton's okay? And then, but then there's other there's wasted opportunities with with other characters, such as uh, with the ghost character from Taylor Kitsch. Right? There could have been there was the, you could have had almost a whole movie um, based on what him training with. With uh, Michael Keaton's character or something, or, or learning more about them or right. something, you know. Well,
1: that and, did, and and every time they, they had taught, they had to call him Ghost instead yeah. of by his real name,
0: even though they know who the fuck he is. Yeah, yeah. What, what was like a superhero movie that we saw recently where they, were, they kept doing? It was Ninja Turtles, yeah. the Shredder. They kept calling him the Shredder on the news, even though they had, they know his name, right? Right. It's like it's well, cheesy.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, he was always known as the Shredder. Nobody knew his real name
0: but on the news broadcast with it they said Oroko Saki right. also known as the Shredder and then they kept calling him the Shredder
1: right when when nobody knows his real name anyways i yeah. mean he, he, michael bay there you go. <laughs> so this is there's nothing about this movie that is no.
0: halfway even engaging. it's want to be jack ryan want to be you know uh hunt for an october even like, yeah.
1: it just with a bad battleship Ugh. style ending as as we were talking about. Yeah,
0: it just oh and then, well, a new another movie where a nuke goes off, right? Right. And nukes are fascinating. They are. They really are, but you know, this movie makes the makes nukes boring. Yeah. You know, it might as well just been a fart from a whale. Yeah. Well, coming I, up I, out I, of I like
1: the way they did it, you know, and and I I like the after effect. I like the aftermath of of the nuke going off. What bothers me, or what bores me—not bothers me—what <laughs> Yeah. What bores me is, look, Vince Flynn is the poor man's Tom Clancy. Yeah, you know, well, he was has, he's not around anymore. Yeah, well, neither is Tom Clancy. Did Tom Clancy finally die? He's been dead for years, dude. Oh, I have to look that up. But okay, I'll he died it. while making while they were making Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit.
0: Oh, I think. Yep, I think. Yeah, I think that does ring a bell.
1: Yeah, he got to see like. They they He died like six months before it got released or six months before they started shooting. Uh, I don't know.
0: Yep, 2013. You're, you are correct, So October. Once in a while. I, I Four years it. ago, he fucker died. I forgot he died. All yeah, right. So, yeah, so Tom
1: Clancy's. this guy's the poor man's Tom Clancy, you know, or Clive Cussler or whoever. Yeah, yeah. There's like, a whole bunch uh, of these uh, types of guys. The
0: executioner. Mac Bowen.
1: yeah, Mac Bowen, yeah. I've always loved those. Novels. Michael Michael had all those books. Yeah, nineteen seventies. I remember. I I think I still have it, but I remember having one, at least one of them. In fact, I had that book called The Executioner. Yeah.
0: So, I just. I don't think everything everything's boring. Everything's wasted. Nothing nothing special. Yeah, there's.
1: There are better directors doing the same thing. Yeah. With the same ideas. And they're obviously having more success. Mission Impossible. You know? Yeah. I don't find... I don't think... I mean, Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit was nothing special. But it's a better movie than this. Yeah, it
0: was definitely. A lot of, It was entertaining, too. It was yeah. very entertaining. Um, Yeah, this is... This is just a complete waste of time. Yeah. It, it's nothing that you haven't seen before. Right. You know, it, it's just... It, you know, the ugly about it is... is it's, fuck, it's CBS Films. Why would CBS Films make a film... Spend thirty million dollar budget on it, and and make it look like it was made. It was one of their TV shows, person of interest, or something. And I don't so know. I,
1: I don't. They're trying to make a franchise out of something.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and so this just is, like
1: what ABC is doing. Yeah, and know, this is a,
0: yeah. So this is a prequel novel that came out like eleventh in the sixteenth novels that came out. Right. Um, for the Mitch rap series. So they went to the eleventh novel. Yeah.
1: And then, as I was talking to you outside. They also bought the rights to the eighth novel. Yeah. Instead of going in order and just going one through whatever. Yeah. So that it, shit bugs me.
0: That's it, that's fucking poor. That's that seventh son shit, dude. Yeah. So yeah, it just uh, it doesn't matter. I I have I I never in any way want to hear about this movie again. Not <laughs> n- no way. I. It, yep. You know, and it's tainted the the American name. <laughs> we're gonna hear some t- we're gonna hear some tweets about it soon because I think that. This is this is a, bit a major disrespect to the word America. Marca.
1: <laughs> uh, this is a disrespect to the spy genre. I mean, the next movie that we're going to do is The Kingsman. And it's, a, you know, that's the trailer is infinitely more interesting, you know, and there's a, they've already spoiled the movie somewhat.
0: Yeah. The trailer for uh, for this movie was just fucking. I'm talking about The Kingsman. I know. I've been talking about in comparisons so as we're finishing yeah, this yeah. one off. It's just, it's a complete, you know, it, it gives you, it shows enough action to make you think, eh, it might be okay. And then, oh, there's Michael Keaton. So why would he sign out for shit nowadays, right? Right. It's got to be at least half good. Right. No, it's not. He just had some contractual obligation or something and yeah. <laughs> had to get it out the way because, yeah, nothing, nothing, not nothing even. worth even mentioning again. Th- this movie's, uh, was that a 34% Rotten Tomatoes approval rating? Now, and then right after I wrote the 34, it was down to 33. Uh-huh. So,
1: yeah, you gave it a what?
0: I believe I gave it a two and a half okay. I don't know. out of 10. I give it's it a one a star movie. Ro- yeah. yeah. It's a one star movie. So, it's, a, it's yeah, like I said, you're not missing anything. And wow. if you look, if, even if you're a Taylor Kitsch fan, this isn't doing you a favor watching him. no the other kitsch was better in friday night lights and stuff so
1: so it's at 33 we're both off i thought it was going to be a better movie than that
0: <laughs> it's because the previews in michael keaton um gave a little bit of an illusion there i think yeah.
1: well that's what i was going with the michael keaton thing
0: so yeah so yeah um next movie we'll be talking about is like what you said and it'll be the uh the kingsman kingsman sequel uh hope it kicks ass <laughs> pardon the pun. Stop explaining jokes. <laughs> All right, so wanted to see if you're paying attention. All right, so that's it. I'm me. You're you. Let's end this, fucker, man. Aren't we going to do any fucking news? No, that we do the news with the uh, with the other shit now with the uh, pick of the week. Oh, so right. Okay, so yeah. I'm off. So adios, mate. Adios. Bye. Wow, that was quick.
1: good show jolly good show jolly good show indeed hakuna matata bitches
0: <laughs> thanks again for listening be sure to check us out at a couple of coupleofaveragejoes.com and please make sure that you leave a comment and share the podcast that would be awesome have a good night hmm. this is the end oh, it's the end Benito. the end I tell you we're all
1: going to nibble the dust!
0: Or go fuck yourself.